The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. Good morning. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia. I'm Station Manager Tina Cortez. And my co-host from her home studio is Dr. Claudia McKellar. Good morning, Claudia. Good morning, Tina. How are you today? We are good, thank you. A little cooler temperatures this weekend, but maybe we needed a bit of a break from the heat and humidity earlier in the week. I think so. I think that uh, people are going to welcome a nice shift in the weather. And uh, as long as the sun is shining, I think it's just good for everyone. Now, you've got some big news this morning. You're getting ready to reopen next week. What is that going to be like? Well, it actually is amazing news. We are all so excited to be getting back to our routine, getting back to helping people. It is going to, you know, come with its challenges, but we're ready for them. We've made so many amazing um, preparations. We've actually done construction at one of our offices to make our clinics now COVID-friendly. So what does that mean? It means that we have separated the entrance, the waiting area, from the treatment area so that the back end of the clinic stays completely sterile and people can feel confident knowing that they're coming into a place that is not um, a place where they can contract COVID and, uh, you know, it's clean, it's going to be great. We're really, really excited to have everybody back. And for those who are unfamiliar, you're a chiropractor by trade. Tell us about some of the services in your clinics and how those services perhaps may have been forced to change now. Well, so we offer chiropractic, physiotherapy, massage therapy, naturopathy. We, we have the gamut. So anything you need for your health and to be optimally healthy, you can find at our clinics. How has that changed? Well, it's going to be, um, we're, we're going to be doing our due diligence. So mandated by our college, you know, we have to do screening. So we have to ask people if they've traveled, if they've been sick, if they have a fever. And in fact, we have decided that we are going to check everybody's temperature as they enter. So there's so many cool devices out there that we've made use of. We've purchased like laser thermometers so that when you come in, we can check your temperature. And it's not even about protecting just our clinics. It's about protecting everybody in the community. This is a community effort and we want everybody to feel really comfortable. Um, our waiting area will now be not be able to hold more than a couple of people at a time. We are creating social distancing if you happen to have to sit there. Um, you know, it, so many changes, but I do feel that the changes that are coming up for us as well as our community are going to be beneficial to everyone. So it's going to be, we're extending our hours, we're starting a little earlier um, just so that we can get people who maybe are still working. You know, we've we've made a few accommodations that I think are really going to benefit everyone. And you think that COVID-19 is going to be with us for a while, right? Yeah, you know what, I think by now we've all figured out that it's going to stay with us for a while. Um, So we need to hunker down and prepare for the second wave that's expected. Now, we don't know anything about whether it's going to be the same as intense. We don't know, but we, I think we have learned enough to know that we need to be prepared. Um, our children aren't going back into the classroom this year. Um, weddings, conferences, they've all been canceled. So we, have to, we start to see the signs that people are getting restless. Like we want to resume our pre-COVID activities. We want to get out. We want to get out and about. But things are definitely going to be different. So we're not going to be in large groups. Maybe, I'm hoping that maybe we can start to see our close family members as long as we've all been doing our due diligence. 
But yeah, things are going to slowly kind of get back to this new normal, and we need to be prepared for it. Absolutely. And earlier this week, the premier announced that they're going to extend the emergency order until June 9th. There's still so many questions, though, coming up about masks and PPEs. Do you think we should be wearing masks? So I do believe that we should be wearing masks because it's a twofold thing. So I want to protect people and I want to be protected. So in our clinics, we are going to be offering masks. We tell people, try to bring your own mask just because if you keep it nice and clean and sterile, you can use it for the entire day, for example. Um, but I think more importantly, we need to, once, first of all, we need to protect each other. Secondly, I think we need to redirect our focus on how are we going to stay healthy, how are we going to keep our bodies and our immune system strong enough to either fight this disease or not even contract this disease. So coming up next, just in line with that, tips and tricks to boost your immune system. This is The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Have a question for Dr. Claudia? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 105.9 The Region or email us info at 1059theregion.com. Omar Shoes at 14800 Young Street in Aurora and 18166 Young Street in Newmarket is finally back open for business. Known since 1970 for the quality of our shoes and the knowledge of our staff, Omar's continues to offer the same great personalized attention to your footwear needs with the legendary brands like Blundstone, Birkenstock, Rockport, and Riker. If a break from home or office is what you need, drop by Omar Shoes in Aurora or Newmarket and treat yourself to the comfort and joy of a new pair of shoes. Omar's is offering 20% off all Michael Kors shoes until June 15th. Please mention coupon code AC2020. Omar's Shoes is a proud member of the Aurora Chamber of Commerce. Elspeth Hayward Center for Women continues to prioritize the welfare of clients and community members. We have adapted how we work, but we have not changed our focus. We are now a food distribution hub for the Black Creek Humber Summit area, serving all community agencies within the 12-kilometer area for food pickup for their clients. We are working virtually with clients, providing support through phone, online, and video conferencing. Whether it is in situations of domestic violence or working with seniors, Elspeth Hayward Center's staff continue to be there for women, families, and the elderly. If you need us, email to info at ehcw.ca or call 416-663-2978. Has self-isolating given you a new appreciation for your pet? Have they been your constant companion and uncritical roommate while you stay at home? Show your gratitude and have some fun with something new for your pet from Sparkle and Barkle. Go online at sparkleandbarkle.ca to see our many designers and accessories. Celebrate the fashionista in your dog or your own style sense at sparkleandbarkle.ca. Enter promo code 1059theregion and save 20%. You're listening to 1059 The Region. Welcome back to the Wellness Prescription. I'm Tina Cortez and my co-host is Dr. Claudia McKella with today's first guest. Thank you, Tina. Joining us today is Dr. Nadine Khoury, naturopathic doctor at Clear Medicine. She will be discussing with us ways to boost our immune system. So welcome to the show, Dr. Khoury. How are you today? Good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, it's our pleasure. <laughs> and I thought that we would just start by having you explain to us a little bit about the function of the immune system. Of course. So the immune system is there to protect us. 
it recognizes bacteria and viruses, and it activates a cascade of antibodies and other immune cells that defend us against those exogenous organisms. So it's basically our defense me mechanism, uh, and it's a system within a larger system. So it's important to remember that. We can't consider the immune system as a separate entity. We have to understand that it's a system that functions within a larger system, and I'm only saying this to, uh, you know, really highlight the importance that our health, uh, our overall health is so important for the health of our immune system. If our, our overall health, excuse me, is compromised, then our immune system becomes compromised. So the healthier we are, the healthier our immune system is, and the better it is at mounting a strong and efficient immune response. So it's of the utmost importance, especially right now, that we strengthen our immune system. As a naturopathic doctor, I've worked with many patients to strengthen their immune system, and that comes up very often. So in my practice, I like to approach this using a functional medicine strategy, which means I take uh, an investigative approach and I play detective to identify the underlying pathophysiological issues that may be compromising a patient's immune function. So we do a deep dive into their current health status, get a detailed medical history, and then we also send uh, patients for any required blood work as well as specialized testing if indicated. We do this deep dive because it's important to once again understand what may be happening in the background that potentially is compromising this immune system function. So in order to do that, uh, you know, we have to consider certain things such as stress, gut health, exposure to inflammatory foods, exposure to harmful bacteria from, from ingested foods, environmental exposure to toxins, chemicals, heavy metals, endocrine disruptors, pesticides, and inflammation, systemic chronic inflammation being a really big one. And this is, you know, we're seeing a lot of studies right now uh, linking the severity of viral infections and the symptomology of how you would manifest with a viral infection to some to that background inflammation that may be present in the background. Uh, and so the bottom line here is that viruses are organisms that require a host to proliferate and survive. And so it's important to understand that practicing good hygiene is an effective uh, uh, you know, strategy at reducing the risk of viral spread. However, maintaining, maintaining a strong immune system to ensure appropriate uh, response is happening and appropriate immune response is happening when we do get exposed to a virus or a bacteria is so, so crucial. Okay, well, so, Dr. Curry, I've got to ask you then, lots of questions here. Does a malfunctioning <laughs> immune system, does it come on suddenly or is it something that has happened to us over time? So this is... This is mostly happening over time. So when we're looking at, uh, if, we're, if we're talking about a depleted immune function, if we're saying that, you know, this is someone who isn't able to mount a very strong response, efficient response when they're exposed to a virus, uh, then that's a buildup. Unless there's a, uh, you know, autoimmune disease or something like that, uh, then, then it's not something that comes on uh, acutely. Uh, it's something that builds up slowly as we get exposed to inflammatory food, the more stress we have in our lives, and as we live this modern-day life and we, you know, expose ourselves to things that compromise our system. 
it's something that builds up and it's a cumulative effect. And oftentimes we find that patients get to a situation where they're dealing with a chronically depleted immune system and they're getting very sick frequently. And then sometimes it's not about the frequency of, of uh, the the of these infections, but rather it's, uh, you know, I, when I do get sick, I get sick for such a long time and I have a hard time mounting that, that immune response that is efficient, that allows me to effectively and efficiently get rid of an exogenous uh, uh, organism such as a virus or a bacteria. Okay, so that makes a lot of sense and that leads me to this question, how does stress affect our immune system? So stress is a very important culprit to consider, and especially in today's world, especially when we're considering what's going on right now. And uh, so I'd like to talk about stress, but I'd like to take a step back first and explain how we produce our stress hormone. So cortisol is our stress hormone. We've all heard of cortisol, but it's important to understand why we might overproduce cortisol. How do we get into, in, into a situation that, allow, that allows for a chronic overproduction of cortisol, which, which is the culprit here. And that's what studies have shown. That's what the literature has established, is that cortisol and chronic uh, it, it, uh, production of cortisol, the key word being chronic here, is what depletes our immune function. And that's where, to take you back to that accumulation um, uh, sort of effect that we were talking about, that's how we sort of uh, deplete our immune function over time. That's one of the main reasons here. And so if we think about cortisol, we have to talk about our HPA axis. Our HPA axis is our stress axis, and that's the axis that starts at the level of the brain. It detects, it's our barometer. It detects any stressor that's happening in our environment, any mental, emotional stressor, any physical stressor, and it triggers the response. The stress uh, response gets triggered and it goes all the way all the way down to our adrenal glands. Our adrenal glands are our uh, stress glands. They're two little glands that sit on top of our kidneys and they produce cortisol. In a uh, you know regular situation, what happens is we mount the stress response and it gets us out of acute danger. And it's very helpful if we are in acute danger. So we dump, we mobilize a bunch of sugar, we dump it into our bloodstream so that our brain and our muscles can use it very quickly so that we can be alert, so that we can run away and think fast and get ourselves out of danger. But what ends up happening is because we are wired in such a primitive way and because we live uh, a modern modern-day life that exposes us to chronic, even though low-grade, chronic stressors. There's always something we're worried about. There's always something uh, that, uh, you know, we're exposed to, whether we're sitting in traffic and then, or whether we're worried about a deadline or worried about our kids or whatever it may be. We live a very fast-paced life, and we're chronically bombarded with stressors. And then, you know, and think about you know what we're going uh, through right now, right? We're we're constantly uh, fearful and hypervigilant, and that chronically triggers the stress response. When that happens, we produce cortisol, and then we continue to overproduce cortisol because of those triggers. And after a while, those receptors in our brain that are meant to detect that we've made enough cortisol and then shut down the response become inflamed. They morph a little bit, and they lose their sensitivity to cortisol. They, so that's a desensitization. We lose that sensitivity, and then we lose our switch. So because of that chronic exposure, because we over-trigger uh, our adrenal glands, we're constantly triggering them, we lose our ability because our body is trying to adapt. We lose our, abil 
our ability to turn off that stress response, and then we get stuck in the on position, and that's what's problematic. It's not the stress response, but it's the desensitization of the stress response that's trying to adapt to this chronic exposure to stress. And then we, we get into a state where we're chronically overproducing uh, cortisol in the background. We're stuck in what we call that sympathetic overdrive situation, uh, and then we deplete our immune function. That's what's problematic, and that's where that implication on the immune system um, becomes an issue, uh, is, is the idea that, or, or it's that knowledge that cortisol is being overproduced in the background, and that's how we get into a situation where we are completely depleting our immune system. Studies have established that chronic uh, production of cortisol completely and directly suppress our immune function. Well, then I've got to ask you, it sounds like a bit of a vicious circle. How can we possibly yes. not be stressed in this time of COVID-19? Like, how do we manage it? Is it food? Is it supplements? Is it just something that maybe we've got yeah. to live with? Like, what do we do? So there is so much that we can do. So I wanted to explain the background of what happened so that people might feel, you know, empowered by that knowledge and understand that, you know, we shouldn't feel guilty. We shouldn't feel like something is wrong with us. If we're feeling very stressed, we're actually primed for that. Our, our brains are primed to focus on the, on, the, on the perhaps the negative and what's scary because we're primed uh, for that stress response and we want to get ourselves out of danger. Uh, now, there, unfortunately, we live a life that we're not adapted to, so we need to support our body. We can't change much about what's happening around us, but we can support and mitigate and modulate, balance our response to what's happening around us. So from a naturopathic perspective, uh, functional medicine perspective, there's a lot that we can do in mitigating that cortisol response. We can teach our body to not overproduce cortisol. And so we can work at the level of our adrenal glands with adaptogenic herbs, for example, to normalize that cortisol production so that our body knows that we don't have to overproduce cortisol constantly and that we produce it when we need it and we shut down the response when we don't. There are things that we can do like amino acid treatments that actually resensitize that HPA access so that it understands and it's learned again how to shut down the response. There's neurotransmitter replacement therapies that we can implement and all of this is completely natural nothing that we would become tolerant to or create a dependency against. These are all things that are modulating, balancing your body. So with the neurotransmitter replacement, we would calm the system down and teach the body to push into what we call parasympathetic, which is uh, that parasympathetic state. So that's the calm, rest and digest state. Uh, we can do a lot of, you know, nutraceutical treatments, vitamins and minerals, nourishment, food for our adrenal glands to make sure that they're not depleted, that they're not dysfunctioning or not in a dysfunctioning state, uh, if you may. And then uh, beyond that, so that's one thing that we can do from an underlying perspective to make sure that the stress response isn't compromising our immune system, but then we can also boost our immune system. There's a lot of research, very well researched, established natural functional medicine treatments that have been shown to strengthen and boost our immune system. 
for example, simply from a dietary perspective, uh, you know, make sure, I always tell my patients, make sure you eat a protein-rich diet. Amino acids found in protein allow us to build immune antibodies and complexes. It also allows us to keep our inflammatory uh, load low. It allows us to balance our sugar levels. And we know that high, a high glycemic load in the body creates a sort of a, a very conducive environment for bacterial growth and infections. Uh, so that's a really a small tidbit uh, there from a dietary perspective that not a lot of people might uh, think about. Vitamin D, very simple, but there's an overwhelming amount of studies linking vi vitamin D deficiency with an inability to fend off an infection, to fight off an infection appropriately and effectively. We can't mount an efficient response if we don't have enough vitamin D. And actually only one third of Canadians were, ha were found to have enough vitamin D to have an appropriate immune function, uh, a strong immune function. And so I always tell my patients, get tested. Get tested with your GP or with your naturopathic doctor so that you're not shooting in the dark. Most Canadians will need to supplement just because of, uh, you know, our, our lack of exposure to the sun. Uh, it's important and most will have to supplement, but it's important to also test and understand how deficient you may be because there's some high-dose protocols that we can implement uh, to ensure that we replenish those levels uh, and, and then by default make sure your immune system is functioning uh, as effectively and efficiently as it should. Immune cells have vitamin D receptors. This means that adequate vitamin D allows for a stronger immune response. Vitamin D also suppresses inflammation and pro-inflammatory cytokines, so it's a potent anti-inflammatory agent. Uh, it allows the differenti differentiation of immune cells, so very important for the immune system. Another uh, a treatment that we may consider uh, is echinacea. A lot of us have heard of echinacea. One of my favorite botanical treatments, it can be used prophylactically to improve resistance to infection as well as to reduce the symptoms of an already existing infection. It reduces the risk of recurrent respiratory tract infections and complications, and it actually allows the, activations, uh, the activation excuse me, and the increase of your white blood cell count. It allows you to make white blood cells, and those are your immune uh, cells that defend you. Vitamin C, vitamin C is very important. Once again, simple, we've all heard about it, but actually very well established in the literature to support your immune function, works very effectively. Vitamin C actually promotes epithelial, epithelial barrier function, which means it makes it more difficult for pathogens to invade our mucous membranes in the lungs. Um, it's a powerful antioxidant, uh, and our immune cells literally store vitamin C. Zinc. Very, very good mineral for your immune system. Studies have shown that vitamin uh, zinc de uh, deficiency um, causes immune dysfunctions. It's anti-inflammatory. It stimulates the activity of your immune molecules and compounds. Andrographis, which I know is difficult to say, but that's another botanical. It's a uh, very uh, potent, broad-spectrum antimicrobial, which means uh, it can be used to treat bacterial, viral, and parasitic infections. Uh, it's very effective against upper respiratory tract infections. It's been shown to shorten the du duration of uh, an upper respiratory uh, infection. It's a strong immunostimulant, which means it allows for a very strong immune response, effective immune response. 
garlic is a really good one, and that you can do uh, from food, or you can you you can use a garlic extraction that contains allicin. If you're doing it from food, it's best to eat it crushed. But gar garlic is another one that's been uh, shown to be a natural broad spectrum antimicrobial and antiviral. It relieves bronchial congestion, and I, there's actually a study that showed that uh, they looked at 146 uh, healthy volunteers, and they gave them garlic supplements, uh, and then they uh, compared that to placebo. They did that for to the placebo group. They did that for three months, and the garlic group actually had a 63% lower risk of getting a cold than than the other the, the other group, the placebo group, and their colds were also 70% shorter. So wow. that's another very effective one. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah. <laughs> in, in all of this, like, you know, we, we understand that supplementation and botanicals can really help to, you know, strengthen and fortify the immune system. But what mm -hmm. is, you know, in brief, the relationship between gut health and the immune system? So 70 to 80% of your immune system is housed in your gut. And actually, that that relationship is of key importance. Anytime we're looking at you know strengthening a patient's immune system, we're looking to understand why this person might not have the strongest ability to mount an immune response. We have to look at their gut. That's because once again, so much of the immune glands are present in the gut. If the gut is compromised, if the gut is inflamed, if it's what we call hyperpermeable or leaky or poor. Uh, that has a very, very significant impact on your immune system. So once again, if your microbiome, which is the sort of the, the balance of bacteria in the gut, is not healthy, if there's inflammation in the gut, then your immune system is directly and very significantly compromised. The, the uh, healthy bacteria in your gut have been linked to a healthy immune response. The stronger that population is, the stronger your, your immune system is, and the more you're able to mount or the better that, that immune response is uh, against viruses and bacteria and any sort of infection. So very important to keep that in mind, important to, to understand whether someone has food sensitivities and tolerances, what their gut lining looks like, uh, is it healthy, uh, we need to support that barrier Barrier, that barrier that is basically a thin layer of cells in the gut. Uh, we need to make sure the microbiome is very healthy, that the healthy gut bacteria, which is basically the good guys in the gut, those, those are the guys that keep the bad at bay. And that's very helpful for immune system, your immune system. It's also very helpful in defending you against anything, the outside world, and anything that's coming in uh, with food. Wow. So very important, yeah. Yeah, and so it sounds to me like the immune system and immune function uh, needs to be discussed over a couple of shows. So I think we have a yeah. lot of time where we can really focus on immune health because I think moving forward, that's what we need to do as a society. Um, so we yeah. appreciate so much all of your insight. And if our listeners okay. want to like learn more about you or be in touch with you, how can they do that? Of course. So uh, My Naturopathic Life is my Instagram account. So that's My Naturopathic Life. And then they can find me on the Clear Medicine website. Awesome. And what would the website yeah. be? So that's clearmedicine.com. Excellent. Thank you so much, yeah. Dr. Corey. It was awesome oh, to have you on. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And Dr. Claudia, please remind our listeners how to connect with you. 
You can find me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Machiella or my website, www.thecenterforhealth.ca. That's our show for this week. If you missed any part of the wellness prescription, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Connect with us on Twitter at 1059theregion or call 416-335-1059 or email info at 1059theregion.com. This is 1059 The Region.